When this old world starts a getting me down And people are just too much for me to face I'll climb way up to the top of the stair And all my cares just drift right into space Peaceful as can be And there the world below Don't bother me No, no So when I come home Feeling tired and beat I'll go up with Good day everyone It's Mark Baber here Long last doing another podcast of Begging to Differ. It's been about two months or more since I did one of these, uh, and there's several reasons that it's been so long. One of them was didn't have anything ready. Back when I was in the ministry, Sunday came along, and you had to stand up and speak, whether you had something to say or not. And I've decided that on these podcasts, I'm only going to do one when I think I have something to say. You're choosing to listen, and you could tell me whether I actually had something to say or not. But at any rate, I think I do now, and i got to come forward with something today. I'm probably like you, or you're probably like me. And this 2016 election is making me think a lot. And what has been making me think... Uh, is a lot of things. On some days, I have to tell you, there's bad thoughts. There's mean thoughts. There's violent thoughts. There's even name-calling thoughts. And I'm not happy about that. And on other days, I've been having better thoughts, helpful thoughts, hopeful thoughts, even kind-hearted thoughts. And today, I've just had this one compelling thought, and that'd be the title of this podcast, it's We Can Do Better. And maybe a thought that might really help, it'll certainly help me if it helps no one else, other than saying we can do better, is I've been thinking, well, Mark, you can do better. I can do better. You know, it's pretty obvious, folks, or at least it's obvious to me, that this either or, left versus right, good versus evil, conservative versus liberal, us versus them, them versus us, binary, divisive, name-calling, argument-laced, demonizing of the other, social media trolling, news channel addicting, and hate-the-other approach is really not serving any of us very well. If it's serving you well, well then God bless you. But it's really not doing me a bit of good the more I think about it. So I've been thinking these thoughts during this election year. How could I do better? And as it turned out, I'm convinced that I can do better. And as a matter of fact, I think 
and some of the ways that I can do better are the ways that we could all do better. And I'm going to send this out to my tens and tens of listeners, hoping that it would go viral and the whole world would adapt what I'm about to put out into the universe. So I'm putting something out there, and this is what it is. I want you to see what you think about what I think, and please try to respond to me in love, only in love. And so here's three or four thoughts I've been having. I could do better if if I could just keep in mind several things. The first thing that I've been trying to keep in mind the last few days is this. Being right about stuff is way overrated. Or you could say it another way, winning arguments is way overrated. You know, I've been married to the same woman for 40 years two years. And there are a bunch of reasons why we have both survived and for the most part thrived in our relationship for 4.2 decades. And one of the main reasons is this. Somewhere we learned that being together in meaningful relationship is more important than being right. In fact, I heard someone say in a recovery room once, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And I'm choosing happiness. Pardon the pun that's about to follow, but maintaining relationships with people I love trumps being right about anything. And that's true of this election, too. Man, I've got this friend whom I love as deeply as I love anybody that's in my own family. I never had a brother, but if I had a brother, I don't think I could love this guy more or love a brother more than I love this dear friend of mine for the last 20 years almost. And he and I are on totally opposite poles on this election. And we've had a few heated words with one another. I'm confident our relationship will survive it because I know deep in my heart that being right is overrated and trying to win an argument really doesn't serve a good purpose. Maintaining relationships with people we love is not overrated, and this thought is helping me have a little more peace and serenity in this difficult, divisive time that our country lives through. Here's a second thing I think that I can do better and we could do better that even though this election kind of dominates news and certainly not kind of dominates news, totally dominates news, social media, coffee shop conversations, it becomes the center of everything. Even though that's the truth, it does not have to be the center of my world. And I got some work to do here. I got to admit and confess, I've spent a little too much time on my news channel of choice and a little bit too much time trolling and looking for stuff. And, and, and I get so out of sorts when I realize I've let this thing become the center of my world. And what I know is this, and this is a way that I can do better and we can do better. And that is I get to choose what is going to be the center of my world. My serenity factor goes way high 
when I choose something to focus on other than how insane the other candidate is and how doubly insane her or his followers are. So I've been making choices here the last few days to try to be more fully present to, for example, my grandchildren every chance I get. I got seven grandkids, and they're young enough, all of them, that they're not politically inclined, and I love it. This morning, in fact, this very morning, my wife and I had made an appointment with our almost two-year-old granddaughter, a little Dottie, to just spend some time with her one-on-one at a park. And we went there with with Dottie and my niece and her little boy, Guillermo, and just were in nature out there with these two little precious children. And it was amazing how refreshing and life uplifting and affirming that was for me. So that's one thing I've been doing. I've been uh, trying to turn off those devices and sit down more so with a good book. And I want to mention just a few that I've read recently that you might want to think about picking up and uh, spending some time on to kind of refocus what might be the center of your world. One great book that I'm reading about halfway through and, uh, and, and still working on is called The Great Spiritual Migration by this guy named Brian McLaren. Brian McLaren, I had the pleasure of uh, actually being with him a couple of weeks ago at a conference in Indianapolis, and he is one of the great, 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 great voices in American religion and spirituality right now. And he's a guy that if you don't know him, you need to get familiar with Brian McLaren, one of the kindest, smartest human beings I've ever been around. The spiritual migration, great spiritual migration, kind of gives an oversight of where maybe things are going on a larger scale in spiritual life in America and around the world, and it's a very hopeful and encouraging book to read. Another book that I just am over the moon about is by truly who is my favorite author, a guy named Richard Rohr. I've mentioned him often. One of the best books he ever wrote was called Falling Upward. I've talked about it. My son's talked about it. We, It's just an amazing book about how even our failures can be used to our advantage. But his most recent book is called The Divine Dance, the Trinity and your transformation. All I got to say is it is an amazing book and I would encourage you to delve into it. It's not easy, but it's not all that deep that that anybody couldn't just dig into it and find some great stuff there. And, and you'll just find some incredible thoughts that will really help you get more centered in your life. And then one more book that I'm reading right now is a book called uh, Just Mercy by a fellow named Brian Stevenson. And Brian is uh, an attorney who's worked for years, uh, more than a quarter of a century, I think, in uh, trying to advocate for people on death row who might be there unjustly. He's a real advocate for justice. He's got a TED Talk on justice that is a spellbinding thing. Brian Stevenson, B-R-Y-A-N, Stevenson, look him up you'll like him. So the point is, I've been making myself choose to let other things than news and devices be the center of my world. Yet another thing uh, that I've been trying to do to uh, get re-centered is I've been playing golf every chance I get. 
Now, it's kind of been easier for me to do this because I had the good fortune of retiring 24 days ago, and the weather in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where I am now, has been absolutely amazing. And so I've been just going every chance I get about only once a day uh, to play a little golf. Took today off to do some grandfather time and, and this, but, but I'll be back out there tomorrow if it doesn't rain. But the point is, for me and what I've seen in this, and I actually bought me a, a push cart instead of a uh, paying to ride in a golf cart so that it would take a little longer and I could just leisurely walk and have quiet, solace time out in nature. And I'm discovering that being outside with fresh air, just walking, getting that good exercise, it gives you a chance to breathe deep, to observe beauty, to really pay attention to the created world, even on a golf course. And I'm telling you, it's making me a better human being, and I think it would make us all better human beings. Be outside. Pay attention. I'm telling you, when you do that kind of thing, you wind up getting overwhelmed with creation. A third thing that I've been doing is this. I've been looking for ways to invest myself in helping somebody else. Now, I know this subject that I'm about to bring up is maybe just a bit political sensitive, but I don't mean to, I'm not trying to make a point or anything like that, but hang with me just a second. And, and the point is this, there truly is an incredible refugee crisis in our world. And if one would just lay aside fears of maybe harboring a terrorist or, or lay aside nervousness about language barriers and religious differences and all anxiety about all things different and just start thinking compassionate thoughts, WWJD kind of thoughts, what you can conclude is maybe with this crisis that's in our world, there's something I could do. And what I found here in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm sure there's opportunities any place you are in the world, is there is something that one guy can do. There's an organization up here, it's called Canopy NWA, Canopy Northwest Arkansas, and they are actually a, a certified sponsor under this large uh, Lutheran organization that is an approved charity by the State Department of the United States. And then they are looking for volunteers like me and others who could just be co-sponsors with them. And here's, here's what they do. They do all the kind of technical work and, and all that sort of thing and work with the larger organizations. And, and they're going to actually uh, house a few refugee families here in northwest Arkansas. And what is our role? Well, our role is to be friendly. Welcome these people to town when they show up at the airport assist them in getting a, an apartment furnished and a little food in there and helping them learn their way around town and find where the doctor is and the school and maybe give them a little bit of leadership and helping to find their way to apply for a job and that sort of thing and just be friendly. And it's an amazing thing. and I'm excited about this opportunity. But the point is, what's out there for you? And what we can do is quit getting ulcers over election angst and do better. Find something good to do and do it. Well, look, friends, 
This podcast today is not in any way in my heart a backhanded way for me to endorse my candidate. I have one, and I've already voted. I want you to know I respect you who listen to me. And more than that, I want you to know that I really trust you to follow your heart and your best thinking. You don't need me telling you what you need to do about this current 2016 election. But while you are following your heart and your best thinking, I want you to just think about entertaining these thoughts. How could I do better? How could I be better? You'll be surprised at what thoughts come your way, and odds are good, good thoughts will surface. Thoughts like, I can respect others that are vastly different from me. I can listen to people and learn about their fears, their hopes, their desires. And if I don't share their fears, their hopes, or their desires, I can still affirm them as fellow strugglers in life, just like me, made in the image of God, loving my kids and my children, and only wanting the best in life. And if I do that, I think I'll be doing better. And if we do that, we'll do be doing better. And I close with this one final word. I did vote for Hillary. Yeah.